Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Tommy Yanolis. Tommy, you are the co-founder of Ops Analytica, and you are found on the web at opsanalytica.com. Tommy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and give us an overview of what Ops Analytica is. Sure. We're an operations analytics platform. So basically what we do is we help large multi-location chains uh, manage their teams, right? So what we want to do is give them a, the platform gives them a process to make sure that the teams are covering off on all those processes they need to do every day so that they can be ready and safe to sell. And then at the same time, we're collecting data on the human activity, which has always been like a gap in most reporting, right? So you can always get like registered data or stuff like that, but you never knew what your team was actually doing. And so now we can turn human activity into like ones and zeros in a database that you can now report off of. So yeah. we sort of help facilitate the overall operations management of these large multi-location organizations. Yeah. Are you generally, so it looks like, you know, um, I see a lot of logos of very popular brands that, that you're working with, Qdoba, Denny's, Pizza Hut, Fazoli's, uh, Potbelly, uh, Aramark, uh, Hardee's, a uh, lot of very, very well-known brands. Um, and, and so is it a request? So it's not necessarily a requirement that they're a franchise, but I see that there's, you know, even if it's um, a multi-location business, I see, you know, getting this part of it right is going to be exceptionally valuable if franchise, a franchise model for growth is in the cards. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing too is you have to remember most of the big chains are franchised. So the reason why we have so many franchises on there, it's just because of the top 200 chains, I would think probably 75% of them are franchised. Um, but the, the reality is, is that you know, if you're a multi-location business, whether you're a restaurant, automotive, dental office, you know, MRI, doesn't matter. There's sort of three steps for success. Number one, you have to be clean and inviting every day. You have to make it look like you care that I came in. Um, number two, you have to execute on whatever your product or service is, whether that's an egg McMuffin or an MRI. You know, it doesn't matter. It's all the same in this case. And then number three, you have to do it in the appropriate amount of time. So like obviously an Egg McMuffin and a McDonald's drive through you're looking at two minutes. If I'm going to Ruth's Chris, it's a two and a half hour meal. But what I want is that I know what I expect it to be, right? Like I know what an Egg McMuffin versus a Ruth's Chris should be. I want it to be in that time frame, And I get angry uh, when it's not. And those, if you can cover off on those three factors, execution, cleanliness, and speed of service, 
then you are like, that's, you're delivering a consistent experience for your customers and that you're protecting your brand, right? And that's basically what we help these people do. All the things that are end up on these checklists and these processes, they've already identified this. The company already knows that when we don't do this, it's a barrier to sales and customer satisfaction. Oh, yeah. And what we're here to do is say, hey, business is more complicated today than it's ever been. You're asking people to remember more. We know human beings suck at remembering long lists of to-dos. And every time you miss one of these things, you slow down your customer experience or you anger your customer. So we're just trying to help people control what they can control, right? That's our whole business at the store level. At the above yeah. store level, it's really about now as an area manager, I can manage my entire patch of stores while sitting in one store. Whereas in the past, I had to actually go visit individual stores and see what was happening. Now I can look at my phone and see everything that's happening, follow up with one guy while I'm helping this guy right here. Um, on that first one too, you know, and I'm thinking about, um, you know, for maybe some more of our service-based businesses, um, you know, maybe consultants as well, you know, how can we think about, you know, the equivalent of presentation and, you know, kind of the user experience of, you know, of that, you know, it's kind of setting the place for that. And, um, any, any ideas on that? Like if you yeah. don't have a physical location, how we can still be thoughtful about, you know, that kind of that, that presentation should be to a certain point. And most importantly, I also want to know, how do we measure that? Sure. Well, so, I mean, let's say you don't have a physical space. You still have to provide a consistent service to your customers, right? So if I'm a consultant and I was a consultant in my previous job, you know, with consultants, our platform was built for consultants really because number one you can utilize the same processes that a guy opening up a store would use to make sure that you don't miss anything as you're talking to your customer as you're onboarding them in as you're doing your data gathering you can have the same kind of a uh, you could just same kind of process that somebody else would use to make sure you ask all the questions. When we onboard people onto our platform, we run a checklist to make sure that we don't miss asking them any questions. So we don't have to go back to them 50 times and go, oh, but what about this? And what about that? It just makes us more professional. You know, checklists were developed by pilots, surgeons use them. I mean, the whole world uses checklists because it's the most effective way to make sure you're covering off on things. Um, the second part for consultants, you know, as a consult, as a former consultant, the biggest problems that we always have was number one, you work so hard to get people in to become a new client, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times, especially if you're a small independent SMB consultant, when you're doing that engagement, unless you have a dedicated salesperson, you might not be selling. So yeah, you're making hundreds of dollars an hour, but you might have a month or two off when you're done that engagement if you hadn't had anyone selling because you were busy working 60 hours a week. So number one, you have to make sure that you are, when you do get someone in, you're executing. Number two, you have to make sure you're showing them an ROI, right? And number three, you have to be looking for that next engagement because obviously we all wanna stay on and keep getting paid from the same client as long as we're generating value. Our platform allows you to do that because we give you a mechanism to change process a lot of times the consultants brought on because there's a problem and you're trying to change a process or figure out a better way. 
we can use our platform to track if that process is being implemented correctly and then what the results are in the business. So, I mean, this can work for any kind of business. Yeah, um, and you know, you've been in this world for quite some time. I'm curious what observations you have around trends, particularly, you know, over the past few years and how the pandemic has impacted some of the areas that, that you try to keep eyes on. Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, post pandemic, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen pe people are struggling to get labor in. Right. And there's a lot there's been a lot of turnover. And that's always been the case in some of these lower end, uh, you know, retail slash restaurants slash jobs. But I think it's been exacerbated during this period of time. Um, and so what we're seeing is that the, the old model of we're going to hire you, we're going to train you for a week or two, we're going to get you to memorize a bunch of stuff so you can do your job uh, doesn't work in today's workforce. Because every day, like I just saw like a crazy statistic that 54% of the QSR employees won't make it 90 days. So every day that you have somebody who's not being productive, that's not actually doing their job, but just in there learning how to do their job and you spending hours trying to get them to memorize things, um, that cuts into your ROI on that employee. You could spend a week training the person and they could leave the next week. You got no, you just wasted thousands of dollars trying to get that person in. And so I think as we look at these multi-location businesses or any businesses, we have to stop uh, focusing so much on training and memorization and more about learn systems and learn the systems and then just change the process within the system, right? So for instance, in my system, if I taught you how to use Ops Analytica to do a checklist, then that checklist walk you through every step of your job. And then all of a sudden I wanna change the process for your job. I don't have to have everybody come in on a Saturday morning and spend hundreds of dollars in labor and get everybody up to teach them this. I can simply add a question to that checklist and just say, hey, do it like this now. And then now I've changed the process. So we got to move away from the, the old way of doing things, which was much more memorization based, training based, and move more to just follow this system and it will tell you what to do. And, and that way you ensure you're getting a more consistent experience and also getting these employees valuable and returning an investment quicker. I would imagine Ops Analytica provides a lot of value when we think about the employee onboarding process. Um, and, and I know that, you know, just kind of taking a look at your social onboarding has been a big topic that, that you've been addressing. Um, any, any best practices for employers, um, you know, things that, that, that you and, you know, the clients that you get to work uh, with, um, you know, best practices that you get to kind of inspire or uh, activate there with them that would be applicable to someone's listening to our conversation? Sure. I think the key to a successful onboarding is get people productive as quickly as possible. So streamlining that process of, you know, the hiring documentation and all that. I mean, if you don't have a system that already does that today, 
making sure that you get people's all their information as quickly as possible and get them engaged in learning their new job and get them engaged in doing their new job as quickly as possible um, so that they don't come out of the, they don't come home their first day just like drain like I just sat around and like did nothing you know get them excited get them plugged in get them working with their team members as quickly as possible and get them towards that that job role, and especially I would make this even more important if the position is some sort of tipped position, like a bartender or a waiter, where every day that they're not out getting tips, they're losing money, mm. right? Because they're looking like they're used to not getting a paycheck, they're used to getting cash in their hands, and they're trying to get that as fast as possible. So really streamlining that onboarding, um, A, to get them productive faster, but A, be just to get them happy and into their new job faster, I think is really important because that onboarding period, it's not fun. It's not exciting. It's kind of boring, tedious stuff. You know, it's, you know, so I, that's the big thing that I've seen our customers doing that has been uh, really effective. For sure. And, and Tommy, I, I didn't mention you're a podcaster. You have a podcast. Yeah. It's called Order Up the Restaurant Ops Show. So to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, go find it, go subscribe, go listen. What, what are they going to hear? We ask, just, we talk to operations management professionals. We ask them the same five questions. What do you do today? How'd you get here? What are you working on? What do you think the industry should be doing that it's not? And then give us a war story. Man, I've gotten some insanity war stories over the last hundred episodes. It's been nuts. I had a guy who's uh, ran a hotel in uh, like out in the Indian Ocean, like on this beautiful island. Somali pirates kidnapped, like hijacked his supply ship, and they literally like had no gas. They were like cutting down trees on the beach to cook food for the guests. I mean, like. Uh, just insanity stories. Like it's, it's really fun. The war stories are my favorite part of the show. Yeah, no kidding. And so your website, opsanalytica.com. And uh, again, to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, just kind of click around in your app and you'll find where you can pop open some notes that we have for this episode. And we'll have a direct link um, to opsanalytica.com. But when somebody goes there and they're like, I'm absolutely interested in learning more. Um, love to see if you know this would make sense for um, what we're doing in our growth trajectory. Um, what what is um, what? Where would you send them on the website uh, if they're if they really just want to kind of go to that next step um, sure. after this conversation? Obviously, there's some case studies on there, and you can look at all the features. But really, what I would recommend is a little chat bot in the bottom right. Pop on there and just ask your question. One of the People at the company, one of the support techs or the sales reps will jump on and just answer your question, get them all answered. And if you're interested, then the next step would be seeing a demo of the platform. Yeah. Tommy, you know, this, and again, your website, opsanalytica.com. You are the co-founder. Tommy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience 
for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.